Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another episode of Another Mother Runner. This is Sarah here in Portland. And uh, this is Dimity freezing her little badass out here in Denver. Oh, is it true? why I'm freezing my bad ass off. Oh, yes, Dimity. Why are you freezing your, your butt, your took us off? <laughs> you can't say the word badass. No, sh- sh- I think the, you know, the, the federal government, you know, won't allow us to say it what more than, I don't know, two, three times. So I think you used up our quota there. Okay, okay, okay. I'll keep my, I'll keep it PG from here on out. Um, it is actually, well, it's not terribly warm out. It's supposed to be a high of 60 today, which I guess is pretty warm. Uh-huh. But my house is about 54 degrees because <laughs> um, my boiler has gone out not once this week, but twice this week. <laughs> so, um, so fortunately, the guy just came back. It was still under warranty from Monday, thankfully. <laughs> oh, you got that full week warranty, did you? I you got splurge on? Yeah, on the, you know, gazillion dollar check we had to write. And, um, and now we're just waiting for it to warm up again. But I got to tell you, life without heat, man, it makes you really appreciate, oh. you know. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, lighting and things like that's fine. Because when I got here to the studio, um, if people don't know, Dimity records this from her home. And I come to a studio in Portland, Pagatine, and um, with Jonah, our darling producer. And um, uh, and I call him darling because he's a 2011 graduate of college. Um, so <laughs> I, I had Jonah bring a space heater into the studio for me. So I'm I'm toasty and I'm holding a mug of tea. So, but and you're um, drinking you're drinking a cold drink, aren't you, Dimity? I am. Well, because I'm drinking a little Coke Zero. Um, not endorsing drinking soda. Don't worry. <laughs> but um, but you know, it's, we are so excited to have trained like a mother out, and I am so it's just so gratifying and so great. And, you know, from a personal level, it's a little exhausting. Um, you know, I don't know how Madonna does it, but um, so I'm, I need a little jolt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday, you said that last night you wanted to go to bed at 7.15, yesterday being the yeah. day that the book came, actually debuted. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was just, I think that was a whole confluence of events coming together. But I mean, honestly, like I, if you read the post, um, which it won't even be up by the time this is out, but it's where we're going to be in April. And I was like, oh, I can't do all those links. <laughs> I said, find all the links on this page. That's so funny <laughs> because like, when I read it, I'm like, huh, why didn't she hyperlink to Powell's where I'm reading tomorrow night? Um, they're all on the, you just have to do one. They're all one click away. Oh, very good. That, I, I was just, I was at, at my uh, energy level zero last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually that leads in well to um, what we want to talk about today, which are, um, choices about running and it's mostly like the where's why's how's who with you run with right is mm-hmm. that what we're thinking it's sort of the color and flavor of what what, what your run's going to be like that day yeah the flavor the yeah. flavor uh-huh yeah. yeah yeah so last night i was i you know i went to bed pretty early and uh not seven fifteen though <laughs> not seven fifteen, but a, an hour before nine zero zero or um or 2100 if we're talking military time and um and uh I was going to get up and run this morning, and I just said, you know what? No. So we're not really talking about 
deciding whether or not to run because we've covered that quite a bit. But I just wanted to put it out there that I did not run this morning. And even Dimity, half of the Another Mother Runner duo sometimes blows off a run on purpose. Yes, yes. Yes, there, it's out there. It's out there. So so I think the first decision when you're, you know, when the alarm goes off or when it's lunchtime and you're, you're eyeballing what it's like, don't you make the decision to whether be indoors or out? I do. I do. I, um, I think I run on the treadmill more than you do. You're, mm-hmm. you live in your fair state of Oregon where mm-hmm. it's pretty much what amenable well, to running year round. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's good. See, you've hung around me too much that you actually will say that out loud to me because some people are like, Oh, it rains all the time there. How can you go running outside? And yes, I ro- think I wrote yesterday on our Facebook page. I, um, I am not the wicked uh, witch of the what West or whatever. I will not the West, melt. Yeah. She melts. She yeah. Melts, so yeah. I will not well, melt. And, uh, you and just wear your portable porch, right? Your yeah. hat. You love I that. I, I my oh gosh. Porch. Oh, my lines are hackneyed now, aren't they? My goodness. I, <laughs> I need some new material. Um, so yeah, so I run, uh, year round outdoors and, you know, I'm hardy, you know, our years at Colgate, my years at Colgate really, you know, toughen me up. So yeah, I run outdoors regardless. Yeah. And I, I mean, I run outside most of the time, but there are days if it's snowing, um, if there's, you know, some, some new snow on the ground and there's ice underneath it, if it's snowing really hard, if it's raining really hard, if, um, whatever reason I don't want to go outside, I will, I will definitely hit the treadmill. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say that's probably, you know, out of a Colorado winter, I would say that's probably four days a month, maybe most. Mm -hmm. Um, so and and we both live in places where it's not so hot that we get driven inside during the summer, I think. No, no. Yeah. I mean, but I, I definitely still like to get up early, early. I mean, I am not a person that can head out for an 11 a.m. run on a July day. Mm-hmm. I That's not uh, – I don't have those those coping mechanisms. Yes. I just found out yesterday that uh, uh, my, my corral at Boston starts at 1040. So I was like – Oh, my gosh. I was like, huh, that means I'll be finishing up like around – 240 otherwise known as running during the broadest heat of the day so, yeah um, yeah oh my gosh wow yeah, so, what time does the do you know what time the whole like the first crowd goes off um 10 10 oh okay. 10 and then 10 20 and then the rest of us monkeys go off at 10 40 oh okay yes Yes. Were you hoping for the 10 o'clock start? You and Carrie out there? <laughs> I did. They, but you know, they had you fill a body fat percentage and they're like, eh, she's starting at 1040. <laughs> no, no, they don't yeah, do it that way. Resting. Just joking. Uh. <laughs> you're resting metabolic rate. Oh no, you're not a, you're not a hummingbird. Sorry. You can't start at the 10 a.m. Right, right. Um, well, so what, what prompted this? It was an email that you sent to me about how you really like to, to really pontificate I think it's a good word about your running roots, right? I like to ponder them. I like to ponder them. Ponder okay. them. Pontificate would mean that I stand up and, you know, um, say oh, soliloquy, talk, talk endlessly oh. about them. I will if you want. Well, but. You do that. That's kind of what you wanted to do in this podcast, right? <laughs> it was to talk about your running roots. Not so much mine, but I think, you know, I, I, I admit that I think I live in a place where I can, I have a lot of options. I live on the side of town that's a grid. So, you know, it's, um, you know, I can run east-west or I can run north-south. And I had that same thing when I lived in San Francisco, now that I think about it too. Now I guess it's called urban living. <laughs> I was say, you live in a city. But but, um, ding, ding, ding. but even like when I go see my parents in Connecticut, I, um, I'm not one to run the same route every day. And so, so, so I realize now I will laugh even at my own email, but I think the, what prompted me was, I think sometimes people get too set in their ways as to doing the same route 
and and even you know like okay so maybe you live where there's not a ton of different streets but just mix it up and go the reverse direction you know get a little crazy um yeah yeah so um i mean because yeah well you, you were talking about this and i was like sarah i have like three routes and i'm like i don't want to talk about those for half an hour i mean i have my easy neighborhood route i have actually i have four uh-huh. i have an easy neighborhood route three miles I have the Bible Park route that either can be four and a half or five miles, depending upon how ambitious I am. <laughs> Big difference. Um, I have the Holly Hills route, which is um, uh, self-explanatory, and that can go for up to an hour. Um, and then the Highline Canal, which is the one where I do my long runs all the time because it's a nice gravel path, shady, and it goes for, you know, 39 miles, which almost meets my needs, but not quite. <laughs> right. You have to double back, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a doubt and back on the high line. Um, so, uh, so to me, I mean, it's more like, you know, so the Bible park is easy. Like that's an easy long route. Holly Hills is a hard long route. So, I mean, I'm okay doing those again and again. I, I, I don't mind them. I'm kind of a creature of habit. So, mm-hmm. which is interesting because you, you don't always run with music or podcasts, which is a topic we'll get to in a little bit. But, but so that's, I, I admire your mental fortitude for being able to do the same routes over and over again, sometimes without um, distractions. So my, well, and the other thing, my, you know, so my portable without... porch is off to you, Dimity. <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> um, I think, uh, you know, the other thing is that I'm just getting back into running. I mean, I've only been running for a month or so, so they still feel kind of newish to me. You know, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I had, if I was training for a marathon right now, no, they probably would feel new, which I guess I understand where you're coming from now. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so you, you say you have a, you, you, you can kind of tell how far you've run. Like, you know, I am, I, I pride myself in having a canny sense of distance and that, um, that I just, I mean, I, I, from running next to you in a race, I've decided I don't check my Garmin as often as you do, Dimity. And that, that I can all, I'll just be daydreaming about a, a route and then I'll go out. And then like the other day I was supposed to do five and I started to do a second loop around this park that I go to sometimes. And I was like, nope, that's going to be too far if I do a full loop around it. So I cut through the middle of the park and I tell you, I mean, I pulled up to that spot on my driveway just as ding, it's switching over to 5.00. And if I'd gone that extra little halfway around the park, it would have been too long. So, um, I don't know. I take silly pride in that. I can't, you know, I don't have a head. You for call n- me, you call me rain man. I think, uh, I think, <laughs> Hey, I'm know. Tom Cruise in this relationship and don't oh, you forget okay. it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, I'm just a really, Tall Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, and then gosh, on um, had an interesting experience last weekend for my long run. It was the longest run of this training cycle. The I'm as um, listeners may know, I am on the marathon own it plan from Train Like a Mother, which I am just adoring that plan. And since Christine Hinton, not us, designed it, I can brag about it. Um, so it was supposed to be 20 to 21 miles long. And I was uh, running with Sheila, who I mentioned several times in the new book. And she was my training partner for Portland Marathon in 2010. And we haven't run together, I think, since the Portland Marathon, not by not, I mean, we're crazy about each other. It just hasn't happened. And um, so she ran over, picked me up, and then my uh, battery on my Garmin died at mile eight. So luckily she had hers, but then she wasn't going as far as I was. So we parted ways at mile 16. So then I was running naked without, you know, any time or distance. And I was so paranoid about not going far enough that I'm pretty sure I went too far. And so, um, but I... Um, 
did what well, I so think. You don't you know? I mean, so you have you had four miles left, so didn't you kind of know what pace no. you were running at? Well, oh, but you don't have a time. I didn't, you have, didn't time. have even a watch I didn't have on. anything. So as I was, par- oh. so and the thing is, is I dropped her off at her house, which is two miles from roughly two miles from my house. And so I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go out this certain way, and that when I do that loop from my house, it's it takes me about seventy minutes. So I'm like, okay, that loop's probably seven ish miles long, and I'm too, already too the equivalent of two miles into it, I'm like, it'll be five miles. So, but as I was, I had run about half a block from Sheila's house and then I turned around, I'm like, Sheila, what time is it? So that I would have a rough idea when I you know, walked it, it was nine fifty six, And then I walked in the back door and it was uh 10 50. So I figure I covered more. Oh my than, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. um, so, and we're talking just rough, you know, the true time. So anyway, so that was, that was fun. And, um, I actually really enjoyed it. It was a great, great, great run, but, um, so yeah. Oh, and then my my other thing about roots I have to say is which prompted this whole idea for this podcast. I felt really creative on this one. Um, I love spring in Portland, and the uh, we have tons of fruit trees, and so they're all in bloom. And I so on. Let's see. Yesterday morning, I'm like, I'm just going on a route that's going to take me past fruit trees, blooming fruit trees, which sounded so great. And then when I start doing it, I'm like, it's dark out. I can't see any of the fruit trees. <laughs> so, oh, look at you, all nature girl, not working. So, um, no, so so thankfully I ended up finishing like at 7.15. So the last 15 minutes of my run were, I could actually see the bloom. We're blooming. fruity. We're fruity, exactly. We were fruity and pink and frothy. It was lovely. Um, yeah, well, yeah. So that's, yeah, I mean, I don't... Um, yeah, I typically don't mark my runs by the nature I go by or the landmarks. I mean, you're just much more of a visual person than I am. As, um, as was established gonna... in Kansas City. <laughs> when you're... Oh my gosh, driving around with Sarah in Kansas City every two seconds. <gasps> there's a lot of brick. Wow, look at that bridge. Do you know when it was made? Oh my gosh, look at that wall over there. Do you know any, can you give me some history about that? <laughs> wow, is that building, is that 10 stories or 11 stories? Wait, you don't know? Why not? It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were quite such the intellect <laughs> that's what that's what i walked away from that trip thinking was like i just have a natural curiosity um <laughs> i could tell you were so you were so over my natural curiosity well i just like a lot of brick a lot you know and you're like yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i loved it when you turned around and you were like were you an architect in another life sarah <laughs> <laughs> well seriously i think you were <laughs> that and and the, a little light of the situation. Yeah, and that the one before that, I was a history buff or something because <laughs> dragging you to the World War One museum. Which oh, yeah, we went to World War One, which actually I, I'm glad we went to. Oh. But yeah, the World War One museum was yeah, but we're not. This is not a topic about. This is not a podcast about the World War One museum. <laughs> okay, but it was fascinating. I must say that because it's mostly because you're fascinated with Downton Abbey right now, though, right? <laughs> oh, I just I thought it was an incredibly well done museum. So no, I mean it was a great museum, but the reason why you wanted oh, to go, oh my 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 curiosity was peaked because of Downton Abbey, most certainly. It was a very timely uh, visit. Exactly. You wanted to know about the lice in the trenches, didn't you? Oh, oh my gosh! Don't even get me started. How horrific was that? That in the trench foot. Oh, be trench terrible. Foot. Be terrible. Yeah, I will never complain about my bunion again. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Makes you think of the people's feet after an ultra marathon. You know the the photos of when they peel off their socks, and it's just like oh. Um, yeah. So hey, let's go on to some more more pleasant topics. Yes. So you, you were talking about running with Sheila. So I mean, when you 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 seem to have quite a few girlfriends. Do you run? You know, how do you set that up? Do you? Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. 
For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. Bark boxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first bark box. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. You have like a little calendar going or what do you do? Yeah, it's funny because for, for a number of years there, I was kind of the solo operator on my runs. And then, I don't know, I just, just well, Heidi, um, who I know from um, the twins preschool days, um, really wanted to be friends with her. And I don't know, it, it can be kind of tough to, you know, make friends as an adult. So it was like, oh, well, let's go running together. And now she's our model. So on our on the store on our website. So oh, beautiful. <laughs> yes, beautiful. And so well, what I do is, um, I mean, for a while there, every Thursday, I would run with, um, with Heidi, but then it does get tough when you're doing a training plan, unless the person's on the training plan, it can be tough to sure. schedule workouts with somebody. So, so now more often than not during the week I run by myself, but then I do kind of feel like I'm juggling several dates with, with running on the weekends. Um, I feel, um, I have a lot of friends that I am doing that with. So like, um, and what I've discovered is that, um, you don't have to do the whole, I know this is revelatory, but you don't have to do the whole run with somebody. And so like this weekend, uh, I have to run 15 to 16 miles and Molly, who is trained doing, following our half marathon own it plan. Uh, she, quote unquote, only has to run 14 miles. So I'll run two miles before arriving at her house and then we'll go do 14 together. Nice. And uh, she's, she must be getting close to the end of the own it plan, right? No, she is, her race is on uh, May 20th. Wow. Um, yeah. You're really, she's really, we, we really ask you to own that half marathon, don't we? <laughs> right. Right. Now that I think Sorry, about I don't remember every detail of every training plan, believe <laughs> right. it or not. Right. Right. Let's see. That was on page 107, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
Wow, well, that's great. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's really nice to have someone to join you along the way. Oh, yeah. gosh, it just makes it seem so less daunting. I, and um, I know that because it can get kind of overwhelming. And I think that was a mistake that Molly made, actually, the first time she trained for a marathon, which she ended up having to bail on because of an injury. But she would just get so kind of overwhelmed by the thought of a long run that she could barely complete it. And so I think having a friend, and you don't need to have somebody else who's on this, you know, epic training plan. You know, you could have a a friend meet you for the final five miles, the final three miles. And, you know, you write that actually in the book about how to um, get somebody started running, Dimity. You write about that, how, you you know, that then then also maybe if your paces don't match on a regular day, but by the end of a long run, you know, your pace may match. (laughs) By the end of mile 18, you're dragging ass. Oh, sorry. Oh, I said it again. (laughs) You're dragging so badly that that um, that uh, you you'll be happy to run with somebody who's a beginning runner. Exactly. That's yeah. Just yeah. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. So, but you go sometimes with the gals from your neighborhood. I do you? go. With, I haven't gone lately. I mean, like I said, I'm just getting back into running, and so my latest. So you say you're all proud of me um, because I haven't been running with any music or podcast or anything, mm-hmm. but I have been running with a metronome, which oh. is. <laughs> Nerd alert, nerd <laughs> alert. I mean, it is. Have I talked about this before on a podcast? You I have not. Remember. Let's let's hear it. All right. Well, or so no, I, no, no, no. You I know what, Dimity? I, I think we need to do a whole show about the metronome. What do you say? I could have it. We could have it be beeping for you. Well, so I'm, I'm, you know, deep into the chi running world right now and trying to get my steps, you know, little and frequent. And it is really, really hard for me, I got to say. So I, you know, they recommend doing 90 steps a minute, um, but taller people get a pass and we only have to do like 84 steps a minute. Um, this is on one foot, okay? Um, and meaning so meaning you're only counting on one foot. You're not actually running really on counting. one foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not <laughs> hopping along, just my right leg. Um, but yeah, so 84. So my right foot hits 84 times. My left foot hits 84 times. Uh-huh. And, um, 84, and I, 84, 84. I love that it's 84, Dimity, because, you know, that's when Rain Man drops the matches on the floor. He goes, or is it toothpicks? He goes, 84, 84, 84. Are you kidding me? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's, oh my please, Jack quotes that line. Like, anytime anything is slightly Rain Man, he always goes, 84, 84, 84. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe I get the It's R. official now. It's official. It's official. So, um, so you know, so it's just like every, you know, you can set you can set the metronome to anything, and they they have a um an app that's metronome as well. So, uh, so if you're interested, you can also get one on a smartphone. Um, but basically, you know, so you, every time it beeps, you want your foot to hit the ground. Um, so it's it's it is definitely a hundred percent nerdy. I will not um lie, but how, it is a how, great great tool. How what? loud is this? Like, if I ran past you going the other well, that's way the thing. so I, I so the other day so I carry it in my hand and I kind of cut my hand around it so like muting it as much as I can uh-huh. um and um and so if I see somebody though like I talked about running on the highline trail which a lot of runners run on if I see someone in the distance I'll turn it off because I'm just like I just can't be like with a big L across my forehead right <laughs> um but the other day um well this is two stories but um how, how much time do we have left we have ten, Jonah just showed me 10 minutes 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, so this is a kind of a long Regale story. me with your tail, Dimity. <laughs> you, want me to, you want me to pontificate? Um, oh, so, uh, um, so I was running Wash Park. It's like 70 degrees here in Denver last week. Just beautiful, you know, shorts, tank top running weather. Um, and my daughter swims at the University of Denver. So um, her that practice, makes sense. she doesn't go there. I love that. Oh, yes. My eight-year-old daughter, she, she swims for the University of Denver. <laughs> 
she practices with the University of Denver team. It's a Division One school. They, you know, they try to keep up with them. No, they have a youth program there, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's right near Wash Park. So I'm heading over to Wash Park on this beautiful afternoon, and I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to go. I'm pretty tired, but I'm like, oh, I I should. I have this hour, and I always tell people to you know use their time wisely. So I have my little metronome in my hand, heading over to Wash Park. I caught my right foot on a sidewalk lip so badly. I mean, it was, I just went flying, like flying. Like I could have easily broken a wrist again. Um, oh, shoot. And there's, I can just see it because, you know, it's not like you take these like dainty falls to begin with. So no, it's the- no, I'm very, I, I do, I'm not a delicate person by any stretch. And um, so I went flying my hands. I mean, my hand still, the palm of my right hand, like I can't, touch anything you know it's that really like nervy kind of oh. you know um road rash so you know, so where, it's not like it's not like maybe i don't know a hundred people aren't gonna want to shake your hand tomorrow night at the your tattered <laughs> cover reading <laughs> no, i know i might have to cover it up it's not very attractive um and so i mean both my both the palms of my hands my knees i mean everything just killed so i'm like oh, you know and i did mutter a couple expletives i will not mutter on air but i was you know and then you just feel like rock to your core you know because yep. your bones hurt you fall so hard did you start and shaking all of a sudden i look up and i hear i hear beep Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> oh, my metronome weathered the fall just fine. <laughs> it's, it was just letting you know that it was with you. You know, it was like, yeah. I'm here for you. Beep, beep. I mean, I really like wanted to stand up and just like crush the thing, even though it wasn't its fault or anything. Um, so anyway, so but so that's that's part one of the story about how we all bite it. So don't feel bad if you bite it. Um <laughs> And, and of course, like, you know, I get up and look around right away and then I'm like, oh, I got to start running again, you know? And I'm like, I need to walk for a second. Like, who cares if anybody saw me? I mean, but, you know, of course my ego gets in the way and I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, so anyway, so um, so I go to Wash Park. I mean, it's literally like a mini version of Central Park. I mean, everyone and their mother's out, strollers, dogs, bikes, scooters, everything. Uh-huh. Um, and I've got my metronome in my hand. And I was just like, screw it. I am just going to keep it on because I just, I mean, I'm not going to be able to, I can't turn it on and off. I'm I wouldn't a, have on. You know, I'm a bloody beeping mess. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the reality is, is I don't think anybody heard it because, well, a there's cars. I mean, you know, I run on the perimeter and you kind of uh-huh. hear the cars, and and everybody's listening to music. Mm. I mean, I can't. I everybody had headphones in. I mean, nobody said anything to me. I mean, not that they would, but. Um, and I interviewed um, Danny Dreyer, who's the the author of Chi Running, and I asked him about that. I said, you know, because he still uses his during races sometimes. I'm like, wow. do you ever get any, like, kind of weird looks? Or and he's like, no, I usually just explain to people what it is, and they're really intrigued. And I'm like, I could see that, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, because it is such a useful tool. Um, but anyway, so then I kind of got over myself a little bit and just used it the whole time around <laughs> Wash Park. Um, but I think it's easier to hear, you know, when it's like, it's like, you know, if one tree falls in a forest, you hear that. Mm-hmm. But if like, you know, 400 are going down at the same time, you don't hear that one, you right, know, right. I guess it's not a great analogy, but so anyway, I'll probably It was still part of the from. cacophony of Wash Park. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. That's why I've been, that's so, so that answers a lot of questions is in that I'm not running with anybody right now because I'm not sure if they want to run to my beat. <laughs> um, and it's just one of those things, like, I really have to concentrate still. I mean, chi running, I do feel like it is going to be the ticket for me to run for the rest of my life. But mm-hmm. it is, like, hard mental work. It's not – I'm not going fast, um, but it's really hard just – it's not, it's not hard. It is just um, intense focus, I guess, is what I would call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I admire that. So, 
Well, thanks. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to make it work, so we'll see. Because I can't hold a single thought in my head while, I mean, I, I can I can talk nonstop, as Molly would attest to. I can I can tell a story forever. <laughs> <laughs> or like I said to Sheila, I'm like, well, since we got a bunch of miles to cover, let me give you the long version. Exactly, exactly. Um, um, yeah, well, but, but that's, and that, that is one of the things is, I mean, the, the metronome does kind of keep you on track. It does kind of you know, because you hear that beat and you're like, okay, I want, you know, so you focus on that and then you kind of like, oh, am I focusing on keeping my neck long? I'm focusing on keeping my, you know, legs light. I mean, just a bunch of different things that mm-hmm. you, that they give you, but it is hard. And especially, um, you know, towards the end. So right now it's in walk run segments, you know, so it's mm-hmm. 15 minutes or 20 minutes. And by the end of that segment, like it is hard for me to keep the beat. Like, mm-hmm. as, you know, I, I mean, I'm hoping I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking I'm five weeks into it. Like maybe by eight weeks, I'll be able to go for half an hour and stay on it. But wow. you know, it's, it's a you know, and I, I don't take to things very easily. <laughs> New skills aren't my aren't my uh, forte. So I'm sure if someone's listening to this and is it interested, you might be able to catch on easily, more easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. So I um, you know me, I I live for my music while I run, but um, yeah. Um, but the, for some reason I've lost a bunch of my playlists on my, from iTunes. So I have been slightly limited as to my music and, and I also can't find my iPod nano. So I've been using a shuffle. So having music just randomly come on, you know, that's a little, Ooh, yeah. that's rocking your world, huh? Ooh, yeah. So, but sometimes I, I have figured out how to uh, get a playlist. So like when I'm feeling kind of dimity-esque, I play my chick, chicks mix two, um, oh, so it's, it's, you know, so then that, that, um, Brandy Colbert, is that the name of the person you like? Who, who's that person who sings, uh, brighter than the sun? Brand- Colby Calais, yeah. I think is how you say her name. Right. Jonah's Not laughing Brandy at me. Colbert. He might know who sings brighter than the sun. That's the name of the song. Jonah, come on, come on, come on air and tell us. <laughs> It's Colby Calais, I think is how you say her no, name. No, not Brandy Carlisle. No, no. Gosh, now he's thinking we're having like a, an 80s moment. No. <laughs> and, um, no, I, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so whoever it is. So, but, um, anyway, yeah. So, but, you know, then sometimes when I'm doing a, um, just kind of, a you know, four easy miles or something, I have been enjoying listening to our podcast. So that's kind of fun to hear your voice, uh, literally in my head, Dimity. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. Because you don't talk to me enough as it is. Like, wow, I haven't really, I really don't want to go out with Dimity. I better, I better uh, listen to her podcast. Right. Well, because usually I do that on Sunday. And I, granted, this past Sunday, we talked a bunch. But on a typical Sunday, we don't talk. So I get my, my fill of Dimity on Sunday you're, you're by listening to the back. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and speaking of playlists, we're putting a whole bunch up on our new website, which is going to be up next week. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm so excited because uh, we're going to link them to our Ping account, our Another Mother Runner account. And um, I was showing a friend of it this morning. She's like, what's Ping? Why do you use Ping? And I'm like, well, you know, it's another social media thing. But here, you listen, you can listen to the song and then you can buy it. And mm-hmm. it's, I just love that, you know, because I'm like, do I like that song? I can't remember, you know. <laughs> right. You right. get a nice... A nice bite of it at a, at a minute 30. Exactly. And also, I mean, I think the main reason to do it is so many people are on iTunes. So in case you couldn't quite understand, it's Ping, P-I-N-G, which is the, like Dimity said, the social media arm of iTunes. And so that's where our playlists are. But Under another mother runner. Mm-hmm. With a nice um, pic- I, picture of us. Yeah. Yes. I screwed up the uh, the links on the post on Tuesday. This is, yeah. So like I, I, I didn't link yesterday and then Tuesday I screwed up the links. Oh, Ping, so. Oh, oh my goodness. Fire me. Fire yeah. me. Yes, exactly. Well, I think, Dimity, I think we have come to the end of yet another 
Mother Runner podcast. Um, and so we hope that y- folks will list, find us on Facebook at Run Like a Mother the Book, on the internet at www.anothermotherrunner.com. And as Dimity said, that site will be uh, relaunching next week with a new design. And we are on Twitter at Dimity on the Run and at SBS on the Run. We're on Pinterest, um, as I think you guys search for SBS on the Run and Ping. And uh, it's all good stuff. And we hope to see you out there. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. I'm going to check. Sorry about the two things. 82, 82, 82. 82 what, right? How much is this? Toothpicks. It's a lot more than 82 toothpicks, right? 246 total. Good change. Right. How many toothpicks are you? Um, 250. Pretty close. Come on, let's go, Ray. 246. There's four left in the box.